Crescent City Retirement Group, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. All right, well, welcome and thanks for joining us today in Retirement Keys. My name is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group. We have our our fabulous co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, joining us this morning, as he does every Sunday morning, and we just uh, couldn't do the show without him. So, Tony, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Well, good morning to you as well, Anthony, and it's great to be here with you. Uh, It's the tale of two Tonys, right? Uh, We're both Anthonys. I go by Tony. We'll call you Anthony. That that, kind of helps with the confusion, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think that's good. <laughs> well, it's a great name. I mean, obviously, right? I think so. And you know, when I was growing up, my uh my you know, a lot of people want tried to call me Tony. I was named after my uncle Tony, which is Anthony uh uh, Joseph Kinjemi. So I, I'm a third actually. Uh, but, um, they always called him Tony, of course, that was my uncle Tony. And when I was growing up, uh, a lot of people would try to call me Tony, but my mother would always step in and say his name's Anthony. <laughs> ah, that's funny. So, yeah. yeah. So that's aside. So, uh, so uh, that was the way it was. And so yeah. that's good. Well, my parents, so it works so, out good. It works out good for the show because yeah, then, does. like as you say, there's no confusion. Yeah. Well, uh, with my parents, uh, especially my mom, uh, she insisted everyone call me Tony, even though my real name is Anthony. They they wanted to call me Tony, uh, but uh, she would if my mom ever said Anthony Thomas. Uh, those that's my first and middle name. Uh, if she ever called me by my real name, Anthony Thomas, I knew I was in trouble. That you were means, in trouble. Yeah. That means she was serious. So, well, uh, today, uh, what are we going to be talking about on the show? Well, Tony, we are going to be preparing for retirement. Uh, there's no shortage of factors to consider making an income plan, deciding when and how to file social security, uh, minimizing the impact of taxes may have, uh, on your retirement are just a few of the issues you'll need to address, uh, crafting a retirement strategy that can support your preferred retirement lifestyle is no easy task. In fact, it's a financial challenge unlike any you've uh, ever faced. But the hallmark, Tony, of a successful retirement, of course, is developing a financial strategy that ensures your money will last as long as you do. During these uh, unique periods in life, how you uh, distribute your money can be just as important as how much of it you have uh, uh, or how um, 
adaptly you've saved. While it's easy to become entangled in the many different financial issues, your strategy will encompass it's it's really important that you address your health needs and concerns and having a comprehensive and affordable health care strategy is more important than just a critical component of your retirement strategy. It's a critical component to the quality of of your life. And as you know, Tony, uh, in our retirement plans, we, we believe that there's five key areas to any sound retirement plan. And of course, health care planning is one of those areas that we highlight uh, in our in our retirement planning. So health care planning is a big part of it. Yeah, I would imagine. So I think that's a good point. So how do we accomplish this? How do we uh, make uh, come up with that strategy for our our plans, the healthcare end of it. Well, you know there are many ways to accomplish this, but for many retirees, Medicare is the most important. I mean, Medicare guarantees health insurance for most people over the age of 65 with certain disabilities or with certain diseases. According to the July 19 Center of Medicare Medicaid Fact Sheets Bulletin, of the 60 million Americans who were Medicare recipients in 2018, more than 51 million of them were 65 or older. So out of the 60 million, 51 million were 65 and older. So the other 9 million would be under 65 or on disability, which makes Medicare a crucial element of a retirement strategy. I mean, life uh, like Social Security, Medicare is a federal social insurance program that you'd pay into during your career. And like Social Security, getting the most out of what you put in requires careful planning, research, and potentially the help of financial services professionals are going to be very important. For millions of retirees, having an effective Medicare strategy often means the difference between insulating their retirement savings from medical costs or quickly depleting them. The importance of understanding your Medicare coverage can't be overstated. It's more than just a financial well-being at stake. It's your physical and mental well-being as well. So it's very critical, Tony. It's a critical piece. And as you know, in our retirement plans, we talk a lot about estate and legacy planning and health care planning and investment strategies and income planning and taxes. But the number two in the list was health care planning, Medicare and, uh, and the like. So it's a, it's a critical piece. Well, yeah, I, I can see where it would be a critical piece uh, of the overall plan. Do you think it's helpful if maybe you detailed what Medicare exactly is and how it breaks down? Sure, Tony, that's a great idea. Uh, one helpful resource is Medicare.gov and their article on Part A and Part B sign-up periods. Medicare.gov is the official government site for Medicare and provides a wealth of detailed information. Medicare coverage is divided into four parts, Medicare Part A, Part B, Part C, and Part D, which are then essentially split into two basic categories, original Medicare Part A and B, and then the additional coverage, Part C and Part D. When it comes to selecting Medicare coverage that's right for you, it's important to understand the differences between these two categories. Now, original Medicare Part A and B is coverage that provides directly 
by the federal government. And these are the Medicare categories that most working Americans are automatically entitled to when they turn 65. Enrollment in Part A and B is automatic for anyone who is 65 and already receiving Social Security or railroad retirement benefits. Diagnosed with ALS um, or under age 65 are receiving Medicare benefits. For people entitled to Medicare but who are not eligible for automatic enrollment because they can't sign up for original Medicare during an enrollment period, it may be crucial for them to do so as delaying may result in some penalties. So it's real important, Tony, to keep an eye on uh, on all of that. You know, you automatically join Part A. Part B is something you do have to select. And a lot of times people have group insurance or they're still working, so they may not want to enroll in Part B at that time. Uh, and of course, when you do enroll in Part B, you have to show that you had credible coverage, or as we're saying, there may be a penalty involved. So there, there are some nuances there that we just need to make sure that we understand moving into the uh, Medicare phase of our uh, of our uh, of our retirement. Well, sure. And, and uh, what about the amount that comes out of my paycheck each month uh, that goes toward Medicare? How does that factor into Medicare? Yeah, that's a great question, you know, and I'm sure that is one that may have crossed the minds of our listeners, too. As with Social Security, a certain portion from each of your paychecks is automatically deducted to pay for Medicare. When the Medicare tax has been withheld from your pay for at least 40 calendar quarters, you're likely eligible for Medicare Part A coverage with no premium. So, we used to say in class, you you uh, A is free, but you pay for B, which I don't know if it's really true because A wasn't free. You had to pay for it along the way, of course. But Part A coverage with no premium at that time as long as you have those 40 calendar quarters. Although Part B typically does have a monthly premium, and its monthly premium is determined by your income level. So far now, you've covered each of the parts of Medicare uh, from kind of a 50,000 foot view and overall view. Uh, and our time is up for this first portion of the show. So we'll have to dive into each part in a little more detail uh, in the next segment. Is there anything you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break? Well, I'd like to just encourage you to give our office a call if you'd like to get more information or we have a great piece on Medicare Part A and B and the breakdown and all of the different uh, options in Part C and D. So give our office a call if you'd like uh, more information in print. And I do have a special offer. If you don't have a formal retirement plan and you'd like to have one or at least get a second opinion on the plan you have in place, please take advantage of our special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering our three-step retirement planning process at no cost and a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice upon completion of the planning process. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. 
and welcome back to Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Kinjemi. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and today we've been looking at a beginner's guide to Medicare. And Anthony, in the first segment, you defined the different parts of Medicare. And now we're going to continue to look at uh, Medicare and uh, talk about each part. So let's start with Part A. Absolutely, Tony. Well, Part A is hospital insurance that covers the cost of medical facilities and offers coverage for medical necessarily inpatient care at hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospice, and limited home health services. While most people don't pay a premium for Part A because they have already paid enough into the Medicare payroll tax, that doesn't mean that the coverage provided by Part A is entirely without cost. So, and we have the 2019 uh, deductibles here, and they've gone up a little bit in 2020, but for hospital stay in 2019, you would pay a $1,346 deductible per benefit period. So when you go into the hospital, it's called the entrance fee, you have to pay the 1346. If you come out, you go in 60 days later, you'd have to pay it again. It says zero for the first 60 days of each benefit period. So as long as you go back in within a 60 day period, then you don't pay the 1346 again. But if you go after a 60 day period has elapsed, then you owe that deductible again. So it's it can catch you two or three times in a year if you're going in and out of the hospital. Then from the 61st to the 90th day, so as you're going in and out, as the days accumulate, if you get into this 61st to the 90th day, then it becomes a little more expensive. It's $341 out-of-pocket deductible per day. So it, it becomes, you know, could be very expensive. However, uh, for any hospital stay lasting more than 90 days, Medicare will only pay for the portion of those additional benefits if you use one of your 60-day lifetime reserves at a cost of 682 per day if a hospital stay extends beyond the 90 days. In a benefit period, if your lifetime reserve days, you will be responsible for all costs. So once you get past the 341 a day from the 61 to 90 days, and you would have moved into that 90 day to the 150th day, then it goes to 682 a day. So simply, uh, Medicare Part A all by itself with no type of supplement or no type of filling in the gaps could be very, very expensive uh, if you get into these uh, additional days of Medicare. Right. And so that's interesting because it sounds great. Uh, what about if you decide to stay in a skilled nursing facility instead of a hospital? Yeah, that's a good question. So let's first define what a skilled nursing facility is. According to Medicare.gov and their skilled nursing facility breakdown, skilled care would be nursing home or therapy care that can only be performed safely and effectively by professionals or technicians. Uh, and these individuals may also uh, supervise the care. Medicare would cover services in this category like physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech, uh, language, uh, pathology services, ambulance transportation, or even dietary counseling. Uh, for a skilled nursing facility stay, 
in 2019, you would have paid zero for the first 20 days. So if you leave the hospital, you get discharged into a skilled nursing facility, you wouldn't pay anything for 20 days. But then from the 21st to the 100th day, it's $170.50 per day deductible. So you can see where that could start adding up. All costs for any day of care beyond the 100 days uh, of this benefit period, you're responsible for. So you have no payment from zero to 20 days in a skilled nursing wing, but then it goes 170 a day or 170 and 50 cents per day from the 21st to the 100th day. And then you have to pay all costs past the 100. Okay. So now what about part B? Well, Part B is medical insurance that covers the cost of two types of services, uh, medically necessary and preventative. Medically necessary services consist of services or supplies that are required to diagnose or treat a medical condition that meets certain medical care practice standards. Preventative services include home health care services. I'm sorry. Preventative services include health care services to avert illness, or assist in early detection. These services would include clinical research, ambulance service, durable medical equipment, mental health care, outpatient and inpatient care, second opinion before surgery, and a small selection of outpatient medicines. So Part B is a crucial a crucial part to your Medicare. A lot of people will say, well, I have to pay for Part B out of my Social Security check. Do I really need it? And the answer, of course, is absolutely, because Part B is really all of your outpatient services fall under Part B. Right. And does everybody pay the same for Part B? No, they don't, Tony. The cost of Part B varies according to your income level, although people who first enroll in Part B in 2019, many will pay the standard monthly amount of $135.50 and have a yearly deductible of $185. However, let's look at some numbers from MedicareInteractive.com, the article Part B costs for those with higher income. The article details that individuals who have an annual income of greater than $85,000 and couples who have a joint annual income of greater than 170000 will have extra charges added to their uh, Part B premium due to the higher income level. So there is a, you know, a list of uh, the income, uh, the, the, the increases of the cost of Medicare Part B dependent on your income levels. And that's why we encourage people when they want to do Roth conversions or they want to do or they want to sell some bonds that aren't accruing any more interest and, and uh, you know, have some spike or sell a piece of, pro you know, have some spike of income in any given year. We want to make sure that we understand fully uh, what that additional income is going to do, not all uh, only as it relates to their income taxes, but also the Social Security tax, as well as the Medicare Part B premiums. Right. So all that's got to be taken into consideration. Yeah, I, I can see where that would be really, really important. Now, um, that definitely makes sense. What about Part C of Medicare? Yeah, so Part C, Medicare Advantage, or they'll call it MA, acronym for Medicare Advantage plans, are policies offered by Medicare-approved private insurance carriers 
to provide you with the same benefits as Medicare Part A and B. And many plans offer extra benefits for providing prescription drug coverage or coverage for additional services like vision and hearing and dental and other health and wealth, uh, wellness programs. If you select a Medicare Advantage plan, you'll still be enrolled in Medicare, but your medical coverage will be administered by your plan, not by original Medicare. In other words, Medicare will pay your MA plan insurance carrier a set amount for your care each month. And instead of directly paying for your health care provider, consequently, while the coverage and cost of Medicare Advantage plans vary, they all provide the same baseline coverage that Medicare Part A and B do. And either you or your Medicare Advantage plan will still need to pay the premium associated with Medicare Part B. Okay. So it sounds like we're in alphabet soup here. We got Medicare Part A. You talked about that. That's the basic that's covered with what you've already paid in. Then you have Part B, which is very necessary, and there's a low premium on that. Um, and then you talked about Part C, uh, and uh, that's those are plans and policies offered by Medicare-approved uh, insurance carriers, uh, and that's really important. Now, what about uh, Part D? the next part of Medicare. Right. So Part D, Tony, is a prescription drug coverage that's offered through private Medicare-approved private insurance companies. Every Medicare prescription drug plan has its own list of drugs, so its own formulary list, um, and which it will provide coverage. A formulary is divided into different tiers according to the cost of the drug. On a lower tier, generally has a lower copay, uh, than drugs on a higher tier. So typically, you know, tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four, your tier one drugs typically are at a lower copay than let's say a tier two or three drug. As parts C and D are provided by private insurance companies, the monthly premiums for these policies depend on the extent of their coverage and can vary between companies. So, you know, and then depending on Tony, what drugs you're taking, you know, a lot of times a Medicare Part D uh, drug company would be better for one person taking their certain drugs based on the formulary list. And then another uh, Part D would be more advantageous for someone else based on what they're taking, you see. So, so really getting a list of those drugs and seeing who's got the best uh, cost based on the tiers and the formulary list is going to uh, determine what Part D company you select. Okay, so that's Part D, the prescription drug coverage. But uh, I know you've told me about the gap, and there, there is a potential coverage gap in Medicare that a lot of people face. Uh, how do you address that potential coverage gap? How can our listeners uh, deal with that or handle that? Well, Tony, just like with any insurance policy, there may be times when the Medicare plan you've chosen doesn't provide you with the coverage you need. To help limit those potential consequences, you can purchase a Medicare su supplement insurance uh, policy, uh, better known as Medigap, 
uh, from a private insurance carrier to bridge the potential holes in your coverage. A Medigap policy can be used to help pay for some of your health care costs, like the co-payments we talked about earlier, co-insurance and deductibles that original Medicare doesn't cover, or it can be used to provide you with coverage for services that aren't in- included in original Medicare, like uh, international travel, for instance, Medigap policies can only be used in conjunction with original Medicare, whereas a Medicare Advantage plan, the MA plans, provide you with Medicare benefits through private means. A Medigap policy is meant to complement your original Medicare coverage, just as its name applies. A Medigap policy is not a standalone coverage. Instead, it's a way to cover the expenses not covered by original Medicare. So look at Medicare Part A and B, that's original Medicare, and the Medigap policy fills the gaps for Medicare Part A and B. If you have original Medicare and choose to purchase a Medigap policy, then the Medicare policy will pay its Medicare approved portion for the coverage health care costs and your Medigap policy will pay its share. A Medigap policy won't provide you with um, uh, total coverage, right? With total coverage. No, it won't because there are many services the policies won't cover. Long term care, for instance, is a biggie vision, dental, hearing aids, eyeglasses, private duty nurses are just some, I would say, some of the biggest things that, uh, you know, people may be under the impression, hey, I have Medicare, I've got long-term care coverage, or I've got vision or dental or hearing aids, and they don't. So, uh, and then the most costly, I would say, in all that would be, again, the long-term care and the private duty nursing, where you can really run into some some costs if you're not adequately covered in another way, Tony. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Anthony. Uh, Why don't you let our listeners know how to get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation one more time before we go? Absolutely. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Medicare, healthcare planning, long-term care planning. It's a big part of your overall retirement plan. Uh, It's a big part of our practice. It's uh, a big, you know, it's a primary, uh, one of the keys to our five keys or pillars to a stress-free retirement is healthcare planning. And so I would just encourage you, if you don't have a formal plan, if you'd like to see how the Medicare planning fits into your overall retirement plan, take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop, the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Kinjemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com.
www.thepatriotmedia.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.